Don't worry. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the County Ground. Um, I'm very sorry that the bike was was playing up during the press conference. Obviously, not ideal. Um, hopefully, you'll hear some snippets on Sky Sports, ITV News, and BBC Wiltshire throughout the afternoon. I have with me the chairman of the STFC Trust, Steve Martin. Steve, what a day! What a big day for the football club. It's taken yeah. a while to get here. It has indeed. You know, and as I explained in the press conference, really, it's about patience and persistence. That's what's really the 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 thing that's behind this. And you know, it's been eight eight years in the making. Uh, very hard work, thousands of emails, hundreds of meetings, and lots of money from our the people who've donated into our Red Army Fund. So. Thanks to everyone in the Red Army Fund for, for backing us and thank you to obviously to the late Nigel Eady and to his trustees for, for obviously funding the purchase, which is amazing. Mm, absolutely. I mean, for people obviously didn't hear the, the press conference live on, well, it wasn't live on the Swan Broadbent Lounge. Um, could we just have a bit of an insight into the Nigel Eady Trust and, and how that's sort of come to play and how that, that conversation sort of started with the Trust and, and the Nigel Eady trustees? Yeah, we'll just move away from the air conditioning. Yes, yeah. not, not much technology uh, helping us today. But no, the conversation started in, started in December 2014. Uh, and it was a conversation around uh, the Stratton Bank. Roof. Yeah. So we trust to raise the roof of the Stratton Bank. It took a bit of a for that. But obviously, the real reason was we were to hopefully fund it through the NIBD uh, Trust. And when we spoke to them, they said, well, you know what, it's the stadium's owned by the council, so we can't really invest in, in, in something that's not owned by the club or by the sporters. So we said, well, well Mike Welsh actually, um, who was supposed to be vice chair at the time, said, yeah, let's try and buy the stadium. So he and I went to see uh, Councillor David Renard in March, and um, we we asked as a group of supporters, could we, you know, do you would you see it as possible that the supporters could buy the stadium? And this was a supporter-only deal at the time. Yep. And um, he, you know, I still got the words ringing in my ears now. You know, he said, "Yeah, I, I, I think I could, I could see this happening." You know, so went away from there buzzing and sort of looking forward to it. But uh, obviously, with quite a tall order to try and raise the money for. Um, we basically went uh, out there and we put a bid into the council of one point one million, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it went on from there really. So there's a there's a brochure we're giving out tomorrow at the football match. Um, uh, we've got people on the turnstiles handing them out, so we've got 10,000 copies printed. There's a timeline in there that tells the whole story. But in short, it was loads and loads of dead ends, and that's where that patience and persistence comes into it. Yep. Uh, uh, incredible team of people working on you know, voluntary lawyers and, uh, and, and professionals and business people from around the area. And really, yeah, just a team effort. And... Um, yeah, sensational that we got there. I suppose over eight years as well, we've gone through um, different custodians of the football club. Uh, just how important has the current ownership been in terms of the cooperation with the trust, with the council, the willingness to get the, the deal finally done? Um, yeah, I mean, how, how, how have they helped the sort of the venture and, and getting it to a completion? Well, put it this way, I don't think it would have happened if um, Clem hadn't have come in and with, with, with Rob, to be honest, because mm-hmm. obviously the ED trustees, the Nigel ED trustees, have got a very tight grip on that, that fund. And they've really looked after that and developed it from, as I mentioned in the press conference, you know, it was uh, initially a, the vision was that they would develop a stand. And what's happened with that money really is it's been uh, invested very wisely. They've got planning permission on pieces of land and they've, they've really done an amazing job to 
put together a stonking, tr you know, trust fund that's basically funded this purchase today, you know. So, yeah, I think they wouldn't really have felt comfortable in previous years. I've got to be careful how I choose my words, <laughs> I suppose, but uh, that money had to flow through the football club. Yeah. So um, we did try for a long time to get it to flow in other directions without using the football club and that's some of the dead ends we talked about you know it's quite quite challenging of course step away from the the sort of the trust role as a town fan how would you describe the feeling of this whole venture being successful how would you describe the feeling of actually the swindon town along with trust supporters now in the county around well i think we should all be really really um What's the word? I don't know. Excited obviously a word, but, yeah. you know, essentially this is something unique. You know, we've got a football club and its supporters owning a stadium 50-50. I don't think anyone else is doing that. Nice. Um, and we've got an opportunity to put Swindon Town on the map, you know, nationally, even internationally, to say we are one big community that pushes together in the same direction. And when we do that, you know, that patience and persistence, it will pay off. So I think we have to set a vision for the stadium and make this the best stadium, at least in the bottom two divisions, and yep. you know better than many championship stadiums, hopefully. But we've got to set that vision, we've got to be bold, and we've got to work out how we're going to get there. It was the same when we talked about this eight years ago, you know, buy the stadium. That was the vision, and then we had to work out how to get there. We need to do the same with our stadium for the future, and it might take another eight years to, to get this stadium where we want it to be. Yep. And we probably also need to do it as a football club as a whole, you know, set a vision for where we want to be and, you know, everyone push in the same direction, though. Try, try and be one, you know, group that really wants the same thing. So one last thing uh, mentioned in the press conference um, about Swindon Museum that is, is sort of aligned to introduce the camp premises. A little bit more on where we actually place timelines, um, We've got a lot of history, we've got a lot of sort of memorabilia and, and memories to, to get packed into that. So where's where's that standing at the moment? Well, that, like other things, you know, it's it's a formative idea at the moment. So where we've, um, but it has made good progress, I'll tell you about it. So we as a trust have talked about a museum for a long time. Yep. Um, a couple of board members, Keith Coatsworth and Paul Hedges, have taken it forward in recent months. We've now brought in people from outside the trust so there's members of the supporters club and also members of the general fan base who've come in to become trustees of a new charity and that charity is already formed it's Swindon Town Football Club Museum mm -hmm. so that's been formed and that's not an easy thing to do to set up a charity so that's now formed there's been loads of research we myself and others have gone to other clubs to look at their museums and see how they've done it uh, Exeter was a really good example uh, Paul Hedges and Keith went there and gave us a real insider inf info on that but the recommendation was that we do it as a charity. Um, at the moment, where we're at is we're looking for some storage area at the moment. I should mention as well, uh, one of the town supporters, Dick Matic, has pledged £25,000 towards that. He's the club wow. historian, so of his own money, um, you know, because he's super passionate about the history. Um, yeah, and essentially what we've got is um, a charity. And what we need now is to get some storage areas sealed, procured. And then we obviously process, we start collecting memorabilia and we start logging it. There's a whole thing behind it. Now, where it goes in the print mm -hmm. is to be seen, you know, because I think what we'll do next month, we'll, we'll start surveying our voting shareholders to say, you know, what would you like to see happen at the county ground? Off the back of that, we throw all the ideas in a pot. 
we do a commercial sort of viability assessment of them because everything we do with the stadium has got to really make it stand, stand, make the club stand on its own two feet, you know, commercially. We don't want to be reliant on individuals forevermore, do we? So, um, yeah, the plan is that we get all the ideas in, we assess them, and then we sort of put together a vision for the future. Now, it might take eight, ten years to build that stadium and it might cost a huge amount of money, but we've got to, we've got to have a vision and then we make a plan and then we as a group, the club and the supporters need to just all push in that same direction. Patience and persistence again. And let's try and, um, yeah, design this stadium in the future that's fantastic. And the museum will be in there somewhere and hopefully looking amazing. Perfect. Just one, one final thing. Um, how important is it for Swindon Town supporters to, to get involved with buying their shares? Obviously, we, we've heard and we've seen in the news about Hearts. Um, having a similar um, approach to supporter shares and raising 14 million, which is a, a tremendous sum of money. Um, how important is it for Swindon Town to really get behind this, really their mouth is, and help out the club? Um, because obviously, as a joint venture, Swindon Town and Swindon Town supporters, what would your message be to potentially a town fan that's umming and ahhing whether or not to, to get involved and buy their shares? Well, uh, it's, you know, <laughs> There's a lot of clamour for your money at the moment. Obviously, the club want to sell season tickets, and I think everybody should, you know, back their team. Uh, we're obviously knocking on the door saying, "Well, buy a share. It's nineteen pounds sixty-nine a year." But what the importance of this is, we we build up a really big group. You know, we've got eleven hundred members before we launched the voting shares scheme. All those members immediately become voting shareholders. We've got another hundred or so yesterday. And we want to build that into many thousands because what Hearts do, and if you look on our YouTube channel, I did an interview with them, um, Hearts have got 8,000 people paying about £10 a month. And with that, they have generated now, it's actually just gone over 15 million. You wow. know? And if you look at their stadium, um, I saw a picture on Twitter today, a picture of their stadium from 1991, it, it looked a complete dump, you know. Yeah. Now it looks sensational and they've done that with their own money, you know. Now we're in partnership with a football club, so together with the football club and the and the fans together, I think we can, you know, we can do that. But we want we're not a silent partner in this 50-50. We are a genuine fifty percent owner. We as group, as a group of supporters. So, as the Hearts chat put to me, you know, if you bought your stadium, why don't you want to invest to it all? So, buy a share. That means you surveyed. It means you get to have your say. It means you get a digital certificate to prove it, which is you know not everybody's need but it's it's just touch, I think. yeah and, uh, and i think really most importantly you know you get a chance to um to vote on the annual business plan you know so there'll be a plan put together by the joint venture every every year and we'll say this year we're going to be doing x y and z and the supporters can vote and they can say well we don't want that to happen if we want that to happen so um yeah it's it's a way of really being involved so the more people involved the better gives us more stability we need lots more younger people coming through as well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and it, I think, you know, off the back of this voting share thing, we'll start to push more the County Ground Community Fund, which is a brand new thing, you know, which is where people can donate money and every penny of that goes towards the football stadium redevelopment. Um, and we'll, in time, I think we're going to be bringing in a point system where, you know, the more there'll be benefits associated with, you know, how much you've donated over the years. That's what Hearts do. They've got some really good ideas up there. And, um, yeah, we want it to be fun as well. You know, let's enjoy it. This is a real good chance now to reset all the relationships and put ourselves out there and, you know, make Swindon Town something really to be proud of. You know, we've got great potential.
Well, I think that's perfect. On behalf of the Storm Broadbent Lounge and Swindon Town fans as a whole, thank you for your work. It's been a long time coming, but we're we're finally here. Yeah, and thank you to the Tom Broadbent Lounge as well. Brilliant show, so uh, well done on all that. Thank you. Cheers.